Hello, today is Thursday, February 11th. My name is Ryan Keller, and I would like to welcome you to the Brooks Talk Podcast. Today, I am joined by Senior Martrell Stevens. Martrell, thank you for joining the Brooks Talk Podcast and sharing your story. Um, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure, Ryan. Thank you for having me. Um, my name is Martrell Stevens. Uh, I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I go to Brooks School. I'm a senior. Uh, my favorite things to do is probably like playing basketball. Uh, I like listening to music. Uh, I also like create music sometimes. And um, I recently like started doing swimming. So, uh, where did you go to school before Brooks? Uh, before Brooks, I went to a school in the inner city of Chicago called Wadsworth STEM. Um, and that's like on the south side of Chicago. That's where I grew up. Um, why? What made you pick Brooks as opposed to other schools? Um, see, my brother went to Brooks uh, before I went there, and I got to see the campus, like um, the whole. I got to see the whole campus um, for Parents Weekend and stuff like that. So it was kind of an easy decision because I got to um, experience it all before I actually make a decision to go. Can you talk to me a little bit about kind of what Brooks has done for you and opportunities it's provided you? Uh, yeah, Brooks has provided me with so much, like so many opportunities whether it was like academically or like um, athletically because uh, I get to play basketball every day in the gym and I get to work out every day. So um, on the athletic side, I get to prepare for um, every game. I got to work hard, work out and like go in the gym in the mornings and stuff. And then academically, it just challenged me. And coming from like a public school uh, in the inner city of Chicago, it's like you're not always challenged as academically as like as you could be. So going to Brooks, it really like Change my perspective on like um, studying and stuff. So you've been on campus for three years, and at the end of last year, COVID nineteen hit. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about how kind of the end of last year, heading into this year, how it's affected you and your Brooks experience? Yeah, definitely. Um, COVID it really like did numbers on us because uh, we just came from our uh, sophomore year and we were expecting good things our junior year, but um, yeah, it definitely changed, and the whole class of 2021 uh, felt the impact because most of us are on Zoom right now, so um, I mean, we just have to learn to adapt, and I've adapted pretty well, and I've gotten used to the online and the in-person mode that we've done, so um, yeah, we just have to adapt, and I feel like once you adapt, we, it, was, it, it was like fine. So now transitioning into kind of the main reason why you're here, uh, basketball. So you are in a wheelchair and you play wheelchair basketball and you're one of the best players in the country. So you coming here, you kind of sparked an interest into wheelchair basketball and you kind of showed Brooks a new sport, which is something that not many people can say. So can you talk to me a little bit about your basketball career, how long you've been playing, and kind of what made you decide to start to play wheelchair basketball if there was like an inspirational person or something? Yeah, definitely. I've been playing basketball since I was six years old. So I've been playing for like more than that of my life. I've been playing for like 11 years now. And uh, I started here in Chicago. I started um, with a team called the Chicago Skyhawks and I've been, I played with them for a majority of my time playing basketball. But recently when I went to Brooks on the East Coast, I had to switch teams to a, I had to switch to a junior team on the East Coast. So, um, yeah, it was like, it was a team called uh, Ryan Martin 
Trojans and it was in Connecticut. So um, when I switched teams, uh, it was just um, basically adapting. And uh, Brooks has really like been open to um, like wheelchair basketball coming on the scene because when I'm in the gym, everyone's watching and they actually wanted to try it. So we brought wheelchair basketball to the school and uh, we uh, did some drills and stuff, had some pickup games. Everyone seemed to love it. So I spoke with Mr. McVeigh, who is a biology teacher and the varsity basketball coach here at Brooks. And he talked about how impressive he was with your drive, intelligence, talent. Is there a certain work ethic that you have to possess to be able to work hard and be a good wheelchair basketball player? Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like over the years I've uh, challenged myself more and more, and that's because of people who have challenged me uh, athletically in my life, like my coaches, uh, my Chicago coach, Dan, and then my uh, Connecticut coach, Coach Ryan Martin, and also Mr. McVeigh, and seeing how his game plan he, Im he implemented in his guys, and uh, seeing them push and work hard every day, that challenged me to work hard. I work twice as hard as them. Seeing that, uh, I'd like to thank Mr. McVeigh for that, too. So I emailed um, Mr. McVeigh, and he talked about how much of a committed student you are and how you f managed to find a balance between academics and basketball. Uh, Mr. McVeigh also said he has worked hard to being one of the best uh, wheelchair basketball players in the country. Uh, how does it feel to receive such praise, and is it proof that hard work, the, the hard work has paid off? Yeah, for sure. I mean, so much coming from Mr. McVeigh because um, Mr. McVeigh has taught me so much, and uh, I've grown a lot at Brooks. And uh, to see that my hard work is being like noticed—that's that's that says really that says a lot. So on October 10th, uh, the Brooks community got together to celebrate you and your signing uh, and your commitment to the University of Illinois. Can you talk to me a little bit about that moment and kind of what it meant to you? Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to play uh, at the University of Illinois next year. And uh, I'm going to be a freshman uh, coming back home to Chicago. But, um, uh, yeah, the school coming together to see my signing is because that's like really special because since like a since I like started playing with basketball, I always wanted to play at that school. I would go to summer camps. I would play ball at the summer camps, talk to the coaches. And this was when I was like ten. This is when I was like eleven. So I, I've always been to the school and I've always wanted to attend the school. So uh, seeing my school support in that decision that I was making, that says a lot about the community we have and the family we've built. Um, so can you kind of talk to me a little bit about how you decided on the University of Illinois, uh, kind of your recruiting experience, and just talk about how it feels to be committed to such a great school academically in wheelchair basketball-wise? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Illinois being a D1 school, um, I, I was talking to coaches uh, my junior year. Uh, that's when they could start talking to um, junior athletes. So I started talking to my coach, Matt Bushy, who's going to be my coach next year at Illinois. And um, he just, he really liked me, and he, like, he told me that he, I was his number one recruit. And, um, yeah, the rest is history. I just kept at it, kept talking to him, and uh, signed my letter of intent, and I uh, should be getting accepted to Illinois. 
So, since 1948, the University of Illinois has won 29 national championships in the Wheelchair Basketball Association, which is a crazy statistic. Um, can you talk to me about what you think you can do to help continue the streak at Illinois? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I know a couple of the legends that have played on the team. and uh, Actually, my coach, Ryan, uh, Ryan Martin in Connecticut, he plays one of the best wheelchair basketball players in the world right now. And uh, he played at Illinois for some years. So um, just seeing uh, their work work ethic and trying to impl- implement it into my game and try to instill that in my teammates as well, I feel like it's going to be it's going to be a good recipe to try to continue that streak. Can you talk to me a little bit about uh, Coach Ryan Martin and the Connecticut team? Because Ryan Martin is a huge inspiration to a lot of uh, wheelchair basketball players. Can you talk to me a little bit about kind of what he has done to help you in your career? Definitely. Ryan, he has been such a big impact in my life Um, in like like the short amount of time he's like been in it. Uh, these four years, uh, he has taught me so much, and um, he's always, like, networking. He's always on to the next task, and he's always, like, trying to do better, trying to do more, and he's always helping people around him. So I thank Ryan for that, and I appreciate him so much for that. Is there a certain wheelchair basketball player uh, of any time that you look up to and you aspire to be like? Uh, definitely, like I said, uh, Ryan, he plays with the best wheelchair basketball player in the world. His name is Patrick Anderson. He's from Canada, but um, he plays in New York right now. Um, he's really good, and I'm, I see what he does on the court. I try to implement whatever skills he's doing. I try to do that same thing, but, um, yeah, just seeing him do certain things, I'm trying to input, implement that into my game as well. Um, do you have any long-term goals for wheelchair basketball, like maybe an event like the Olympics or a national championship in college or playing professional overseas? Yeah, I was trying to, uh, my goal is always to play on the uh, national U.S. team. Um, I think they have a U30 team that I want to try out for next year, but, uh, that means like getting in shape and that means practicing hard this year so I can, um, be ready for that next year. And I'm going to try to. I'm going to go to Colorado, Colorado and uh, try out for the team. Um, so February, or transition, transitioning back to Brooks, uh, February is Black History Month. On Monday, February 1st in Chapel, uh, Brooks recognized the start of Black History Month with Ama Bama Pia, who I interviewed a couple weeks ago. Um, and the Director of Multicultural Affairs and Outreach, um, Kenya Jones, offered powerful addresses before the community, and they viewed an epicostal church preceding Bishop Michael Curry on January 8th, uh, word to the church and asking, who shall we be? Do you think Brooks is doing a good job recognizing Black History Month? Yeah, I think, I definitely think Brooks is like, uh, increase their awareness and like they've also like increased the amount of things they're trying to do but um yeah i com- i am in books for that and i love the people that um are taking control of that um all of that and i also think that um there's always room for improvement in areas like those there's always room for more there's always room for more awareness and there's always room for more um activities to promote stuff like that um 
So, kind of in the first semester, there was a lot uh, in the news regarding African-American people in America, and kind of after the killing of George Floyd, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement kind of took, like, the head spot in news. How do you think Brooks has stood with the Black Lives Matter movement? Do you think they've given students the right uh, opportunities to kind of have their voices heard? Um, yeah, I think Brooks has done, um, they're doing a lot, but um, like I said before, I think uh, Brooks can do more. I feel like everyone can do more. I feel like um, enough, This in this case, uh, in like this situation, and like uh, the amount of time, like stuff like this has been going on, I feel like, there's enough isn't enough ever so i feel like there's always room to do more room for more awareness room for more improvement so ending it off here for people to learn a little bit more about you uh can you tell me since it's almost valentine's day what your favorite uh valentine's day candy is um i'm a huge skittles guy <laughs> uh can you tell me one interesting fact about yourself um, I can tread water for a minute. <laughs> What's your favorite dining hall food here on campus? Uh, my favorite probably grilled cheeses. Uh, what do you think the best dorm on campus is? Chase, Chase House, all the way. Uh, what's the first thing you'll do back at Brooks when there are, uh, less restrictions? Uh, say that again? What's the first thing you'll do at Brooks when there are less restrictions? Probably, uh, order a cow's chicken. Uh, what do you think going to college you'll miss about Brooks? Uh, probably a small community, because coming from, uh, like 400 kids, going to the school is like 45,000. It's insane. Um, so thank you for taking the time out of your day to come onto the podcast, and thank you for listening to the Brooks Talk podcast. I'm Ryan Kelleher. Bye for now.